Welcome to the inaugural episode of America Zindabad, and I am your host, Leah. Today, we will talk about what our movement is all about and what you can expect to hear from this podcast. Later, we will discuss the implications of the president's pardoning of Sheriff Joe Arpaio, a man convicted of criminal contempt for violating the Constitution because of his illegal profiling of Latinos in Arizona. His pardon, coincidentally, served to be the catalyst to launch this podcast. It was a sign to me that the time has come. The experience of the Latino immigrant community of Arizona that were targeted, rounded up, and forced to live in tent communities in the desert simply because of the way they looked kept me up at night, wondering, are we next? The past six months of this president and the past year and a half of this presidential campaign has us all on edge. There is a palpable tension in the air, on the subways, in the supermarkets. We witnessed a president initiate an unconstitutional travel ban, attempt the failed repeal of Obamacare, appoint individuals that threaten our civil rights, our education, and our environment, hesitate to denounce Nazis and white supremacists, and ban those who want to serve their country through military service because of the gender they identify with. This is not my America, the one my parents came to for a better life for my brother and I, the one I recited the Pledge of Allegiance to, the one that gave me unparalleled opportunities. Former Vice President Joe Biden wrote a very poignant essay in The Atlantic a couple of days ago, where he captured the current atmosphere oh so perfectly. He said, If it wasn't clear before, it is clear now. We are living through a battle for the soul of this nation. The title of this podcast is America Zindabad. Zindabad in Hindi, Urdu, Punjabi, Bengali, Tamar, Malayalam, and all other languages of South Asia means long live and has been a rallying cry of protest. Our ancestors used it against the British in our fight for independence. So America Zindabad means long live America. And we use this cheer as our motivation. Bring back our America and let her live and prosper. This podcast is geared toward the Desi American, those of us who originated from the subcontinent of India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Nepal, and Sri Lanka. There are about 4.3 million South Asian Americans in the country today. 70% of us are employed, which is much higher than the national average of 62%. 70% of us over the age of 25 have a college degree, which is two and a half times the rate among the national average. 41% of us have graduate or professional degrees, which means we're lawyers, doctors, and engineers. Our medium household income is $88,000, which is higher than most U.S. households by almost twice as much. 70% of us are in management, business, and science. So we're very educated, we pay a lot of taxes, we contribute to society. But would you like to know what our voting rate is? Less than 1% during this past election. And this sets the stage for the dilemma that this podcast will explore. 
Why are they the Americans, from the original settlers to the first generation, so apathetic to the political process? Mathematically, it is clear we are important, yet there is no voice. In order to answer this, we will have to start at the beginning. How and why and when we started coming to this country. We will be sharing interviews of elders in the community and their immigrant experiences. We will also be interviewing Desi Americans who are active in politics, who, who are running for office or in office, and explore their reasoning. America Zindabad will also explore what issues matter to us as a community and how this current administration and its policies will affect us. So before we get into the second half, let's hear a word from our sponsors, West by East. When we return, we will be speaking on Joe Arpaio and his presidential pardon. West by East is a South Asian fusion brand providing fashion-forward clothing at affordable prices. Our aesthetic takes the traditional and merges it with the modern. They're currently offering custom outfits for under $100. From sari blouses to sari trousers and lengas and cholis, party wear to bridesmaids outfits, let West by East create your dream outfits. Go to www.westxeast.com to submit your order inquiry today. West by East, style beyond borders. So Sheriff Joe Arpaio is not my most favorite person, and here's why. He was found and convicted by a judge for criminal contempt for violating the constitutional rights of Latino immigrants. Even though he was convicted, he did not stop his policies and aggressive programs. He was voted out of office in 2016 after it was revealed his intense program put the taxpayers of Maricopa County to be on the hook for about $70 million. An FBI investigation regarding Arpaio started under George W. Bush, not Obama, as Fox News would have you think. In the early 1990s, Arpaio directed construction of a tent city for detainees, open to the burning Arizona sun, both to alleviate overcrowding and to underscore his aggressive enforcement measures. He was famous for making prisoners wear pink underwear and handcuffs. He reinstated chain gangs for men, women, and juveniles, and he also stopped serving lunches. So not entirely a pleasant guy. Yes, he is 85 years old and has been sheriff for over 25 years. But that's not the point. The point of this pardon is that it's sending a very clear message from our president, one of which is, I will reward those who support me. Arpaio has been a strong advocate for Trump since the early days of the election. Trump during one of his rallies in Arizona on August 22nd, four days before he issued the pardon, very smugly declared, I'm going to make a prediction. I think Joe Arpaio is going to be just fine. And here we are. But even more troubling is the constitutional implication of this pardon. A presidential pardon, as stated in Article 2 of the Constitution, spells out that the president can grant reprieves and pardons for offenses against the United States, except in cases of impeachment. So yes, 
Trump is well within his right to pardon Sheriff Arpaio. In fact, executive power is very much unchecked in this realm of pardons, but it's not something presidents in the past have employed. But there's another layer to all of this. You see, Jor Arpaio was convicted by a federal judge for violating the Constitution. After his conviction, he continued to ignore his conviction and continue his programs for another 18 months in direct violation to a federal judge's order. In our democracy, law only works if law enforcement carries out the law as ruled by a judge. But what we have here is a member of law enforcement ignoring the law that was ruled on by a federal judge and becoming the law himself. Add on top of that a presidential pardon, which to me clearly says, law enforcement, it is all right for you to take the law into your hands, even if it's in violation of the Constitution. So the next question I cannot stop asking myself is, so what is going to stop law enforcement from rounding up Muslims? There is now a very dangerous precedence established with this pardon. Law enforcement, you're all good. You're in the clear. The Constitution cannot stop you. Trump made very dangerous promises during his campaign trial about the registering of Muslims. And I fear we might be taking a closer step to that evil end. This country does have a dangerous tradition of containment camps, such as the ones Japanese Americans were placed in after the attack on Pearl Harbor. If it's not clear now, it certainly is. Indeed, we are in a battle over this nation's soul. So how do we move now? Well, hopefully we here at America Zindabad can help you navigate this terrain and together resist. All throughout this podcast, we hope to present a fair and objective analysis and present theories based on observations and data collected. Data is king for us, and unfortunately, there isn't much out there. So we hope to use our platform as a beginning to collect this data and this vital information that will better illuminate and help us understand viable solutions to the problems we face. The topics discussed and opinions shared will be that of ours alone. We welcome disagreement and dialogue, but we will not engage in negativity or aggression. You can follow us on Twitter at America Zindabad and check out our blog at americazindabad.wordpress.com. Like and subscribe for updates on new episodes and posts. So join us next week. Same time, same place, where we will broach the subject of racism and hate crimes. We have a few compelling stories to share, as well as a working theory on prejudices found within our community. Thank you for tuning in. Cheers, and America Zindabad.